Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dawn of X podcast, the podcast where we talk about the latest books in the Dawn of X line of X-Men. I'm your host, Nick, accompanied by the ever-dissolving... God damn it, man. Uh, my name... Sandwich. I, I have had so many turkey sandwiches. My name <laughs> is Joshua. You know what I learned that this Thanksgiving, being 30 you? years old? What I do? don't like turkey. That's cool. Turkey's not that good. Um, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I, Maybe, I, I like it less and less as the years go on. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe Haitians don't know how to cook turkey. It's very possible, but we can fucking cook everything else. And this like, is, yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I don't think there's anything Haitians don't know how to cook, man. Like, yeah. So like, I just realized I don't, I don't love it. Anyway, that's my, I will tell take. you, um, the past couple years, um, l- longtime listeners will know. That Whole Foods is a, a, one of our major sponsors here on the Don of X of podcast. Um, so they catered my last two Thanksgivings. Um, their turkey was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But Classic X-Men talk. So that's what the people came for. <laughs> this week, we're continuing our X of Swords crossover event. And oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Did a lot happen. Oh, fucking boy. Now, by the time you guys listen to this, I'm sure the event's already over and you probably know what happened at the end of it. But right now we are covering part 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15. And just off 11 and 12, the lore this guy makes can put you in a coma. It did, I think. It did, yeah. It's it's also fair. So before we get into all that, we have some stuff to talk about. First off, we're going to talk about a game I love, I've mentioned here before, it's called Hero Clicks. It's essentially chess, but with uh, superhero pieces, and they attack each other, and there's different characters you can make. And on December 6th, I believe, uh, is the new set called House of X, all based off the new characters, new designs oh, from cool. this line of um, Dawn of X. And I love it because I just saw a reveal of most of the figures in this set, mm-hmm. and they even have like cable with the sword. So oh, like cool. usually for anyone who's played hero clicks, like they need a year to make these characters and make the models and then put it in the game. But like they've this had to have been like less than half a year they put this out. If they have cable with a sword already. Yeah, that's a good point. So I'm, it's really yeah. impressive. They have some new abilities that represent what they do in the comics right now. Like usually if a character dies in the game, that's it, the character's dead. But now all the mutant characters have Krakoa and Revival, where you oh, can cool. bring a character back. That's really neat. I like that. If your team has every member of the five, you can do revival twice. That's really cool. Yeah. So stuff like that is really cool. Cool keywords like quiet council and the five and stuff like that. So I'm excited for that set to come out. Did you pre-order it? Yes, of course. Nice. Yeah. Uh, And a funny chase chase figure is basically a figure that's like one per brick, which is like, I don't know how to explain it. Like if you get... 30 packs. They're rare. Yeah, it's the rarest one. So, like, you can get 30 packs and you get a random chase figure that's only in those 30 packs. And this year, one of them is um, Apocalypse dressed up in that A clothing. Oh, like his yeah. magic clothing? Yeah. Cool. And one of the super rares, which is kind of like one per every 10, is um actually um, Psylocke in her new Excalibur gear, which I really like. Oh, like Captain Britain outfit? Yeah. Oh, cool. So it's a really up-to-date set, which again is not the norm for Hero Click. So I'm really excited to get that next week, next month, in like two weeks. That's awesome. So man. also some news that happened in the X-Men world that I feel 
interested talking about, but also cautious. I don't know. It's it's a lot of different feelings. I'm going to talk okay. about Franklin uh, Richards. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So is I don't know. He is not a mutant. I'm sorry. What? Yes, is revealed in issue 26 of Fantastic Four. Xavier has officially kicked him off Krakoa because they realized he is not a mutant. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? What he the is fuck now, is he? He's joined the ranks of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and Squirrel Girl, apparently. Hey, no, we don't need to be dragging Squirrel Girl's name through the mud here. These I are still... all not mutants anymore. They were, and now it's been retconned. I don't know why it's been retconned. I know, as someone who usually likes Dan Slott's work, he does like to shock people a lot. Really? And it does mess up a lot of years of storytelling that Franklin's now not a mutant. Basically, and I didn't read too much into it, either he did it subconsciously or another cosmic entity did it to cover up his true power so they made him think he's a mutant i don't know I, why i don't know the details anyone can look it up i'm sure but right now for now he is not actually a mutant and xavier has kicked him off krakoa this is listeners this is the first i'm learning of this as i'm sure you can tell by my reaction of simply what um but I do want to follow that up with what? And I'd also like to add, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, it brings in so many questions. Like, well, then how the fuck was he able to use the Krakoan gates? That and was like, my first question. But yeah, again, how, how would Xavier not use it? Like, part of me thinks, well, because part of his power is reality changing. He can make worlds. It's not if, crazy to think he If can he make believed DNA. he was a mutant, then his DNA changed for him to be a mutant. That's, what, that could be a thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of convoluted mess I feel like we'll get retconned in a year or two I feel like Dan Slott owes us a personal apology because we covered that Fantastic Four series here on the world famous Dawn of X podcast and um, we didn't have to now there was like it was only half mutants well a funny thing about that something I didn't know people felt about the series a lot of people felt that that book and I think Chip Zdarsky talked about it and flat out said it that the whole book was a allegory for people who are queer or in the trans community. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see that. that. Yeah, I mean, I as somebody who's in neither of those communities, it didn't grab me that way, but I can totally yeah. see it. Now but I read his interview where he's talking about how it's really saying how like leftist, well-meaning parents are telling their queer, queer children that they're not really in the trans community when and saying they understand them, but they don't really understand them. And it's kind of about transitioning your sexuality and your beliefs mm-hmm. when you're at a young age and people pulling you in two different directions. And I'm like, wow, that's I did not get that at all. But also awesome. it's not for me. Yeah, exactly. That's what, yeah. I don't, I, I don't feel terrible missing that. No. Um, I can see it, you know, now that you're saying it, I totally get it. I totally see how that is. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh a reading of it and that's really cool I, I enjoyed that a lot so a lot of people are actually even more upset because they got that out of the fantastic four x-men crossover yeah and dan slot goes well it's not really a mutant so it's all good and yeah. it's like whoa, 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 what yeah well dan slot loves to um piss people off so he does and i've met him a few times he's a very nice guy and i really loved his superior spider-man run i thought that was a fantastic one of the best spider-man runs ever and it could have went in the shitter fast I'm, yeah. I'm killing Peter Parker. Yeah. Pissed off a lot of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know anybody like that. And I don't know anybody who really hasn't come back to Spider-Man because of it. But um, yeah. anyway, 
<laughs> it was one of the best ones I ever read, though. It was a fantastic I, run. I tried very hard to get into Dr. Octopus as Peter Parker, but nope, not for me. So good. The payoff was so good. I, I'm admitting to the ghost of Peter Parker. You're the better man. It was great. I, I That does sound moving. Um, not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, if you guys didn't know, that's what's happening in that part, in that corner of the uh, X-Men universe, or not anymore, the yeah. Fantastic Four universe. I guess they're done. Um, yeah. Bye. Peace. I, get, I guess we don't have to worry about Reed Richards and Sue Richards' uh, marriage anymore. <laughs> don't worry, it's always on the rocks. But uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, would, I had no doubt. I, as Again, as longtime listeners will know, I've been telling Sue Richards get out of that relationship for the better part of this entire podcast, frankly. Yeah. Just go to Namor. He really he's really into you. Hell yeah. You gotta, Namor will worship her. God, you gotta know that sex has gotta be so much better too. Oh Namor. yeah. Holy shit. You know, for some reason Reed doesn't know how to stretch it properly. Anyway, no, so. yeah, no, Reed is, no, he's only cares about himself. He hasn't satisfied Sue in decades. If ever, frankly. If, ever. if fucking ever. I don't know how we're going to segue from this. So we're just going to jump right into just do it. Exosword Stasis, number one, only one, probably. Yeah, the only one. Of, yeah, the Josh, hey, man. as I told you before we started, you are going to tackle these two issues. I'm going to do my best to help you out. Okay, cool. And um, geez, here, we, here we go. A lot happened. <laughs> yeah, so Stasis, um, starting off with the cover. Love, love it. You know what you're getting right away, which you're going to find out more about our acroa um counterparts yeah let's jump in we open with a quote from saturnine that says i pull their strings and they dance the question is when i cut their strings will they still oh and that's such a fitting quote for the rest of this next few issues for this entire fucking thing it has always been like she's like this all this comes down to is just saturnine fucking around well We'll get to it in the other issues, but I feel like Saturnine is the worst, but also she's the only reason we have what we have, and it's not just hell on earth. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Without her. Yeah. This will all be on fire. Yeah. She's both, yeah, she's both the worst person you could know, and you definitely need her on your side. Yeah. All right. So we jump in, and we are in Akroa. And they are going through the different parts of Otherworld, right? So one of Saturnine's emissaries is bringing forth invitations to the different worlds. So we have the Crooked Market, all the different places that we've seen and all those fun graphs leading up to it. And the Upside Down World, we get where I'd like to take a second here when we get to Merlin's area Mm -hmm. at the Holy Republic of Fae. My man's straight up just torturing everybody. <laughs> yeah. A pig man, uh, some regular people. Yeah, like he's got fairies chained up. Like he is just straight up torturing people. Like I don't know if you read how, what's going on <clears throat> in, in the Holy Republic of Fae, but like he's split with the one above him. That's his daughter, Roma, above him. Mm-hmm. And they have, were fighting and they split into two different worlds. And when she left, apparently, according to the that data page, Merlin basically went evil more or less and like has been an authoritarian ruler of the of the kingdom of Fae. So this is fucking crazy, man. So before we keep going, I just want to commend and also just 
be bewildered by everything Hickman does right now. I'm sure it's a collaborative effort it with is. other I mean, writers, but remember that uh, Teeny Howard is co- credited as co co writer of this book and I think the overall series. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but it's so impressive just the sheer amount of story and world building. Let's say these two have done. Mm-hmm. Like in these next two issues that we're gonna go over, like wow, these are stories that could be told for decades to come to be added to. The oh, lore. and and I 100% believe. Like so, real quick, let's jump ahead because I'm I'm gonna go ahead and assume listeners that all of you are ahead of us because we're running really late in general. Um, so the the Amenti that they're at war with, that the original horsemen, the Acroa, are at war with. Is that the same thing that was blasting through that dysfunction, that that shut down spaceship? You remember that Cyclops? Oh. Are they the same? We I don't know if we know yet. And, I don't think we know yet, but that's a good question. But, you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. wondering because they they vaguely look similar, and they keep describing them as hordes that keep coming and coming and coming. Yeah, which is what that was. So I I don't know. Like I'm just. That's just a theory I'm throwing out. Some yeah. listeners probably already know if it's right or wrong, but that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. We, we waited behind. So anyway, the emissary is going out. She's bringing these invitations because um, Lady Saturnine is bringing everyone to the Citadel to have a vote. I can't quite remember what they're voting on. Uh, I believe, oh, they're voting one more time to whether open the borders and let these motherfuckers through yeah. or not. And of course, she has it rigged so that the votes aren't there. Um, everyone gets mouthy. She breaks her little gemstone gavel to yeah. get order. But also, can I just put out? I was genuinely creeped out by this one race with the long heads, and they're holding a green flame. Yeah, and they just never talk. No, they freak me out a little. They bit. freak me the fuck out. Yeah. Like at a I, weird deep level. Yeah, no, they're very unsettling. Um, yes, exactly. Unsettling. Imagine seeing them in real life. Just yeah, the, like you're at this court. Like black. exactly. But like think of it this way. Like if you and I got sucked into this court right now, we there's fish people, there's like all these other crazy creatures. There's a unicorn for Christ's sake. You know, like yeah. we would probably just be in complete awe, but I guarantee you those shadowy figures would still be the thing that freaked me out the absolute most. hundred you know I mean? percent. Like every everything else there looks approachable yeah in but, a weird mystical world yeah but they are otherworldly beyond otherworldly yes um, and so si- simply designed to go back to like credit to all the artists and creators here like just a simple design and oh, they yeah. again are just so unsettling so um this uh legal proceeding goes on a little bit longer they do not have the votes to pass the four horsemen, the original four horsemen continue to explain that they are not at the court representing um, the kingdom of Dryador, which is the world that was created just so that we could see it burned. Yeah. Um, It's very much that dark Phoenix world. Um, (laughs) Oh, sorry. Um, So they are she's basically saying are you guys in my court because you represent dryador now and they're like no dryador is no more there's only um what's their world called again ament no um acroa where are they acroa is where the where it landed and yeah. um 
I know what you're trying to say. You, you know what I mean? Like they, they're dry door is not them. Like they, yeah. they don't represent, there is no more. There is only them now. And yeah, that's animus, like, whatever animus. I think that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they are basically saying we are not taking over anything. We're not ruling anything. We're destroying, we are raising land as we go through, which is again, setting the stakes for this entire tournament. So we cut back to Krakoa. We see our champions of swords taking their rightful spots on the playing board. And then in what is one of the coolest scenes, you see the um, underside of that. And it's the swords of, did I go too far? No. Oh, okay. Um, you see the, the fighters from Akroa um, beneath them. The sword bearers of Akroa. The sword Akroa. So then we cut to, I'm going to skip through this, a data page of the prophecies that they received in Akro. Akro. Acroa? Ac no, what is it? Aracoa? No, say it again. I've lost. Ac how have we been pronouncing it? I've been saying Acroa. That's how we're going to keep saying it. Acroa. I'm not sure if that's right anymore. Probably not. Shit. Um, Aracoa? That's what, because there's more letters, right? Like, yeah, there's like, more letters. Like most words, there's more letters. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'm yeah. not, I think I'm skipping that extra A. Aracoa. Aracoa. Let's go with that. Aracoa. Aracoa. No, I don't like that. Aracoa. Whatever. Aracoa. Dear listeners, I will maybe cut that out. Um, okay. So after we get the the prophecies that they received, we we cut to basically like we got for the X-Men, we get for Aracoa. <laughs> they go and find all the different uh sword bearers. So we cut to um oh who is this? Which horseman is this one? I don't know. One of the horsemen is going they built a um they built their chessboard if you will but they built it out of dead bodies because of course they're cool they're so cool like that exactly they're, they're badass like that then we see annihilation tell everybody that uh this isn't about pride this isn't about anything other than winning and bringing together what needs to be brought together so the first person they get in erico araco i don't know anymore the whole fucking <laughs> thing is falling apart is our man Red Root. I feel like we had it before also. Like we had it the whole time and now I, we can't maybe remember. Maybe we did and now I can't remember. Because <laughs> now we're thinking about it. And I'm now we overthinking can't. it. Yeah. Ugh. Not Krakoa. In Bizarro. In Bizarro Krakoa, we have Red Root, who is basically the cipher of, of their group. He's the one yes. who can speak to Arako, Arakoa, whatever the No, keep talking. I'm going to solve this right now. Keep please, talking. Please find the answer to this. Good Lord. Go ask Jess. Okay, so the sum <laughs> the summoner is basically saying, Red Root, you need to fulfill your duty. You need to come fight for us. Much like um, <clears throat> much like they didn't want, much like Krakoa didn't want Cypher to go, it seems similar that Arakoa, when, when Nick comes back, he'll tell me how wrong I am, doesn't want Red Root to go. The next fighter we come across is our main man. I believe it's a man. I don't know. Our main alligator friend, uh, Pogger Pog, which listeners, is your, if you're as old as I am, you may remember the fun game of the 90s, Pogs. All I fucking think about when I see this big alligator is he's like the slammer and he's like fucking knocking all these Pogs down. Anyway, so they offer uh, Pogger Pog many jewels if he will raise his sword 
and be one of their champions. Uh, he he haggles with them as as alligators. Again, we're Floridians here, um, <clears throat> dear listeners, so we understand how alligators work. Alligators are are hagglers. You you don't get the first deal with them ever. So after after this big alligator is done haggling with them, then he agrees to take up swords. Nick is back. I'm gonna stop rambling. Nick, what does Jess say? Jess, our librarian. Also, degree. by the way, also a librarian with an English degree is on the microphone right now. And I still can't <laughs> pronounce the word, but I still will trust Jess's. Jess is going to be, however comes out of your mouth as what Jess said, will be <laughs> final, will be canon. Arakoa. Arakoa. Yeah. All right. I love it. Arakoa. Okay. So. Arako. Sorry. Arako. Arako. Yeah. Sorry. Arako. 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 <laughs> Got it. Okay. So after we meet Pogger Pog, I might leave all of that in. You should. After we meet Pogger Pog. That's four. <laughs> after we meet Pogger Pog. Sorry. Oh, fuck. Arako. Arako. Um, <laughs> we, we come across a slain octopus wildebeest, and it's the Great Bay, Slayer of Serpents. And, um, Bay speaks in their their own language, which we'll find out later. Is is yes, I love all the stuff with her. Very right? important. Um, so the next blade that they recruit is Bay. Uh, after that, they go to Amenth. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say I'm pronouncing that correct. That um, one I think is good. Yeah. Or Ameth. No, Ameth. I've been saying Ameth. Ameth. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we go and we meet the White Sword, who, dear listener, it took me at least the next three books to realize that the man's name is the White Sword. Wait, no, his name's Annihilation. No, Annihilation is fucking the the mask wearer. That's Genesis Wait, is Annihilation. What? Genesis is Annihilation. Whoever wears yes. that mask is Annihilation. I thought he was the one they were calling Annihilation. Go look at the credits. His Jesus. name is the White Sword. His name is the... I thought he just had the white Go sword. look at the credits. Turn to the front uh, of this book. I think he's in here, in the front of this book. Or wait, we maybe we don't know yet because... No, in, in the front of this book is just about the X-Men character. Okay, so in the next... In one of the books that everyone's at the court that we'll get to, look at the title sequence there or look at the players list and you'll see that his name is the White Sword. Jesus. <laughs> one of the Marauders, whichever one was like the, you know, right? Was that the one where they all had the... Yeah, anyway. Okay, so we get death and um, oh shit, which one is which horseman is this? Which horseman is the pharaoh? Death and pestilence, I think. Pestilence. Yeah. yeah, death and pestilence go to meet the white sword. He says, "Oh, I've been waiting for you. Um, I'll fight, but you have to beg." They say they won't beg. He really rips them a new one and like, motherfuckers, I was there when you was little babies. I've seen you beg, motherfuckers. I, I like love, this character a lot. I like this guy. I like him. This He's guy, gonna, I feel like, is going to cause trouble in the future. Oh, this guy better be a recurring character. I like him a lot. Um, and also, he, and we'll get more into it the next issue, but in this thing, this um, Blades of Agrava, <laughs> I'm not even going to try. Um, it says he has a mutant power. He's also a mutant? Yes. Okay. Dude, this book explains it. The second book explains it better, though. Oh, maybe about... that's the one. Maybe that's the one. Yeah, yeah. 
this where series... they go into like the hundred years of yes. like breeding and everything. Yeah, but he They're was a mutants. part of that. He's a mutant from that land. He's a mutant from. It says a, a menthi mutant or something like that. He's a mutant from that land. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was a yeah. little confused about him particularly. But yeah. okay. But the giant alligator is not a mutant. Not a mutant, just an alligator. He's a beast of that land. Yeah, he's just a beast. Um, okay. Like so I both tell- teams have one non-mutant. Exactly. That was my okay. first thought too. Um, and I believe, and um, please, you can find me on Twitter at Experian if I'm wrong here. I believe saturnine wants to fuck both non-mutant members of the teams absolutely right like she like she that's totally why that alligator is there she wants to ban that alligator yeah because why not why not dude as floridians we understand absolutely um okay so twice my man that's that's one more than i have congratulations dude (laughs) that's right on dude wait unless we're talking about people who went to the university of florida oh Um, so then we go back to uh, we meet uh, Iska the Unbeaten. Iska, another one of my new favorite characters. I'm digging her, yeah. That's After badass. that party issue, yeah. Oh my god, that one's so fucking cool. <laughs> anyway, um, so war and famine, I believe. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Or maybe I got it backwards. Was the Pharaoh famine and this pestilence? The Pharaoh was famine. Okay, then I got it backwards. So this is war and pestilence then. Uh, they go and recruit Is- Iska the Unbeaten, who is a fucking badass. Yep. And then finally, Death picks up their sword, and uh, all the team is assembled, right? Yep. Okay, so Death takes their place in the circle, and all the team is assembled. So then we get to the data, data page of the Blades of Erico. Uh, so here we have War, who is a mutant, Summoner who is a mutant after all the different breeding. Solemn, a mutant from Erico. The, see, the white sword of the ivory spear. That is the person's name. Because everyone else, war, that's their name. Summoner, that's their name. Solemn, that's their name. The sword, the sword's name is purity. Sure. <laughs> okay, so... They're a mutant from the other part of of um, Erico. Akar Akara. No, go ask Jess. Then we have <laughs> Red Root. Death. Hey guys, we're not even high. Neither of us are high this. Oh, I, I'm slightly. I'm sli- okay, I I'm spoke s- to soon. I, I'm slightly high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Death. Isaka. No, Iska. Put too many letters in that one. Annihilation. <laughs> Bay and Pog. Um, okay, then we cut to the Starlight Sigil S- Citadel. This this is, is, okay, these are words you do know. This is now I'm just fucked. <laughs> anyway, okay, so now we're at the Citadel. The champions broken are your all... confidence. This book has broken your reading confidence. <laughs> Fuck you, Hickman. <laughs> I've read so many real books without pictures, and now your picture books broke me. <laughs> Comic books are real books, motherfuckers. I'm yep. just kidding. Um, okay, so the Krakoans arrive and Brian. And then they are joined. They are greeted by Saturnine, who, of course, has some sassy words for Betsy, as always. They all retreat to their rooms, where they are all greeted by their own foreshadowing tarot cards. And, thankfully for us, 
they tell us what these tarot cards mean. So can you turn, let's do this as a team. You turn mm -hmm. to the page that tells you what the tarot cards mean. And I'll say who gets each one, okay? All right, so you want me to say nine okay. of swords? Yeah, so nine of swords is the one Betsy gets. So what's the what's the fortune that, that Captain Britain is receiving? So nine of swords, this is for when you are ruining yourself with own fears and nightmares. Okay, so that's that's Cypher. Nope, my bad. That's Captain Britain's yeah. fortune. Um, our boy Cypher gets two of cups. Yep. What do you got? Yep. Two of cups. It is said that lovers are <laughs> is not the card of true love. This one is. <laughs> so, yep, that's All a thing. Right. Uh, what's the next one on there? Uh, hidden. Yep, that's Gorgon. Gets that one, right? Or did we see Gorgon's like adventure though? Or he just is there because he, he shows knew... up because he knew he already had the swords. Yeah, he already had his sword. He already had him. He didn't need to. Uh... <laughs> this is the one that let me know this was not an ordinary reading. Uh, this card would only show me the back. I flipped it to reveal itself and wouldn't you know. Another back. So I okay. guess that's like a. That's so bait. we don't know. It's we his fate is uncertain, I guess, or hidden in some way. Yeah. All right. What's the next card they pull? Should be Knight of Pentacles. Yes, Knight of Pentacles. That Sometimes is... these are called coins instead of pentacles, for they speak for practically and practicality and prosperity. Okay. Brian got that one. Or now Captain Avalon. Yes. I'm so, not sure what that means. I'm not sure yet either, but we haven't read that far yet. So should, maybe we don't know. Sorry, Jerry. I didn't put you on this episode because she loves tarot cards, my friend Jerry. <laughs> All right. Magic gets the next one. The Page of Wands. Yes. Uh, like the Knights, the page is a person, a tricky one, clever. Who got that one? Uh, magic, Ileana. I, hmm. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a tricky one. I don't know. Yeah. And That's then, a weird one. And then our boy Cable gets, oh, come on. Really? <laughs> yes. The fool. <laughs> Dude, that's all I really need to know. Uh, do not be offended. Uh, the tarot is sometimes called the journey of the fool. The fool does not know things yet, but will learn. So <clears> now goes. that I kind of thought of, is that talking about? old cable is maybe. that going to come to play in this story maybe i don't know i yeah, don't know i like that, it that's a, that's a weird one wolverine uh, gets strength naturally but you know do not be flattered uh this speaks not of the strength of biceps but the strength of will strength and heart i mean yeah yep. he has a strong heart he does and yeah. he's got a strong will yeah storm pulls death Anonymous, yes. Uh, do not be afraid. This is not the card of failure or decay, but one of natural harvest. Okay. And then the lovers, which is Apocalypse's card. Yes. This card, indeed, a tale of lovers, but they have been lovers, which gets explained immediately. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. Apocalypse is pissed about this card and thinks that it is... Well, we don't see it as the reader right away. We do not. So yeah. we see Apocalypse see the card, we see the back of it, and then he crumbles it 
and says, referring to a quote he made earlier that he would play the game as long as it suited him, he says, the game no, no longer suits me. And he crumbles the card and he demands an audience immediately with Saturnine. She says, in typical Aaron Sorkin fashion, she's like, let's walk and talk, motherfucker. So they walk, they talk. Let's go full West Wing they go and just full, walk everywhere. They go full West Citadel and they um, <laughs> get into the elevator. That joke is for the kids. That joke is for the kids. They understand. They watch that HBO Max doc, uh, thing they just had recently. I couldn't have been the only one who watched half of it and thought, I'm okay now. Um, <laughs> anyway so we find out after they after they have this long foreboding talk of magic and he keeps referring to her as a witch and she keeps saying bitch you've been playing with magic who are you up there on your high horse um so it is then that she says oh by the way here's my next meeting she is meeting with the woman behind the mask this whole time which we all were guessing who it would be yeah genesis the wife of Apocalypse. And he dun, is dun, dun. flummoxed. Do you see the, the his face when he sees her is like never a face I thought I would see drawn on Apocalypse. Yes. So that is how the book ends with her standing there and um, revealing that she's back. How many X's did you give Stasis? Oh, I think I have to give it five X's just yeah. because of all the crap they just built in this world. Yeah, I gave it five X's for um, getting me hooked on phonics. <laughs> Issue 14 of X-Men, but part 12 of the series, of the event. Yes. So we have... Oh, go ahead. Oh, is I going? Okay, yeah. so our, still under the last three. <laughs> our cast of characters here—they are uh, Apocalypse and Genesis. Yes, and this is the story of Erico, Araco, Araco. Oh, Araco. Like okay, I can. Okay, okay. yeah, Araco, like Araco. Okay, Araco. All right. We got a lot of new names this this, this today. Baby Yoda got a name this week. No, Baby Yoda did not because I I have not watched it yet. (laughs) No, okay. I will shut up then. So um, (laughs) nothing happens. Nothing happens on that show until I see it. No, no. Also, I'm not sure. Can I I do a hot take real quick? Go for it. And you let me know if I should cut this out? Okay. I don't like the Mandalorian show. You don't like it? No. I think it's kind of. You don't I think it's. Co- I know. I, I like. I like Amy Sedaris I mean, and I like Baby wrong. Yoda. That's it. I mean, Those you're are, wrong, but it's, it's I understand. I, I get that everybody does like it. It's just kind of boring to me. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's why you're a commie. Yeah. Would you say that's why I'm a commie? A dirty, a dirty pinko commie. <laughs> a dirty pinko commie. <laughs> yeah. All right. That makes sense. That no, that all checks out. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more surprised you can actually pay attention the whole time for anything more than 20 minutes. That show is like 30 minutes long. I know. I'm still surprised. That, maybe that's why I don't like it. Maybe it's 10 maybe minutes too long. Because everything's too long. Back X-Men. to so, X-Men. So Apocalypse and Genesis. Apocalypse. Sitting next to a tree. <laughs> yeah. Well, they are though. We open. They are. There's a tree. There's a big tree there. We, we open in Winterfell. Um, yeah. There is a... What I thought was Apocalypse with like very long hair at first. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Braided hair. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought he that was his battle hair. 
Um, Apocalypse is is looking sad and, and forlorn underneath a tree, which is never a sentence I thought I would say about Apocalypse. That's true. He's a very vulnerable in this story. He's so vulnerable. Um, he is greeted by his his I believe still wife. I believe there's I believe it's just a separation. Yeah, yeah they, they never got divorced. Um, they're having some words. And they take a walk through the garden and she basically is like, um, you don't, you, I know you want to know what happened. I know you've been talking to the summoner. I'm going to tell you the true story of Jess. How does it said? Araco? Amen? Just, yeah, the first one was good. Thank one you. One of those? Yes. Um, the fallen world of Amen? Yes. Both of them now remember, actually. we got this other version of the story from yes. the summit before, and it starts exactly the same. Like it's yes. like, but we very... knew something was off when he said it. Like something just didn't mm. make sense. Yeah, totally. he's a filthy liar. Yeah, now because <laughs> he's a dirty pinko commie, dirty pinko liar. Uh, but before all this, I did like how Genesis was constantly talking down to Apocalypse, yeah. saying like, "Like you are not what I thought you would become." Yeah, he wasn't. He's not. Yeah, she calls him soft. She calls him not the fittest. You know what I mean? Like, we are not referencing problematic wrestlers. <laughs> did she just do what I think she just did? Yeah, she did. That's wild. fine. Wild. Yeah, wild. That she's still yeah. I, I, anyway, she's still here. <laughs> you wouldn't know it. Wait, there she is. There's her top of her head's over there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Again, Jess has come on the podcast and the wheels have come off. <laughs> Absolutely. It's my superpower. Your That's power? who it's for. It's my mutant power. <laughs> Ruining everything. <laughs> no, that's my mutant power. Maybe that's the problem. I slowly, it for the best. Your power is slowly disappearing. Eat more sandwiches, goddammit. I told you I've had three fucking sandwiches in two God days. Damn, that's so many sandwiches. Jesus. All right, um, continue. Anyway. the real history of what happened so this is the real history of morocco morocco araco <laughs> araco i'm there supposed to keep the m out that's my bad yeah i was it's gonna silent, honestly man. i was gonna do the same exact thing before yeah, you did it yeah i know, I, know. <laughs> I had to beat you to it i saw it in your face <laughs> okay anyway so we get the history the bat the baddies from a month come out with that badass sword uh the twilight sword cracks through morocco um apocalypse and his ladies and his children start fighting off some demons uh this is all stuff we've seen before but they can't they can't there's too many they keep coming there's a horde of the amenti there's they just keep coming so they have to split krakoa stays apocalypse will raise an army to come back and save um the the acro no damn it i fucked it up again Morocco that goes that Acro, gets, yeah, you said right. Damn it. That gets sucked <laughs> away. You know what? I cannot wait for this fucking series to be over. <laughs> um we get a cut of our first hundreds of mutants that lost their their minds and fled to the wastelands when they got sucked away. So when just the, getting we, there, they lost yeah, their minds. Like just like terrifying. We see um hints at what the a meant um, are up against. So that's when we first see the white sword and his hundred champions have been basically crucifying the fallen of the Amenti. So now they know they have two people they have to worry about in this new land. They have the Amenti they have to fight and they have 
the white sword and his 100 champions. So they build up, they use all their mutant powers over the next however long time last year to build these defense towers. They build a new culture. They build the world that we start learning about early in this series where the summoner comes from. They, this tower, these towers they build keep away the Amenti armies for generations, but thousands of years. That they have their own quiet council with a tree watching over, much like mm-hmm. Krakoa. Yeah, it's, it's again, it's it's bizarro world of Krakoa. It's yeah, they've developed the same community, but just in a different light and yes. different intention. Yeah, yes, and much like um, their world, um, there's a somebody who can see the future, much like blindfold, yeah. <laughs> or destiny could, um, famously <laughs> blindfold, who we've always yeah. known the name of. Um, this one we get that name wrong it's obvious obvious. she wore the blindfold and and we knew how to pronounce it right away from the beginning um there's also so in this world there's a mutant named idol who sees a future where they are overtaken and killed and the sight of it causes him to go blind so rather than wait for it to come to them genesis rides her army out to meet the 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 Amenti army and thus the white sword. So they clash in battle. As we know from before, only the four horsemen and Genesis survive this, this battle. She so goes- quick question, since mm-hmm. we're here now, are, is this book saying that the white sword was part of that first hundred group? And then crossbreeded them with demons? I believe so, yes. No? No? You're saying no. No, the white sword didn't. Because he's a mutant, meaning... He he... was part of their group before. And then he left and resurrects his army over and over again. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's right. When they got there... That's right, Jess. Thank you. When they got there, he factioned off. Yeah. And took a hundred... but I think it's that hundred people he took, the hundred people that lost their minds, or, or yeah. And then he took a hundred with him. I think he probably has more than a hundred people, but it just sounds better. Yeah, when yeah. When you say a hundred people, <laughs> there was like a hundred and three, and it's like, uh, you yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Oh, no, it's like Kill Bill, the crazy eighty-eight. Is it actually eighty-eight? Well, no, but no. it just sounds cool. It just sounds better. But later on, it's referenced that when he brings someone back to life. They're they have to join contracted yeah. into his army. That's yeah, a, oh, so he's that's probably been killing and killing and so, oh yeah, yeah. Probably more. It's probably closer I to what, like 180, 182, You think? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, at least, at least, at least, and they could be any any type of person. Well, what you're getting to now, I think the next page even says it. Where for the past like hundreds of years, because this all spans thousands of years. Yes. Because over the next like hundreds of years, he's been crossbreeding with these Amenthian demons. Not, not him. Not him personally. Annihilation, he... Annihilation has been. Yeah. Which also, I'm, I'm really town. yes. Which I'm really happy though because I was so confused about what's a demon and what's a mutant in this current army. Mm-hmm. So technically, they're all mutants in this. And current they're all army. demons. And demons, yeah. Because what's more bass than a mutant? A demon. A demon. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So uh, Genesis is taken by Iska, the unbeaten, because she cannot be beaten. She is now joined Annihilation's forces. And she brings her to Annihilation 
And that's when we find out Annihilation has been breeding this giant army of Amenthi and the fallen mutant soldiers that she's captured. Yes. Um, and Genesis beats while this is happening though, right? Like I think these two things are happening simultaneously. Like while she's there, an army overtakes um, her land, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. So she, she it was destined. He saw the future was going to happen. No exactly. So, ha- yeah. So they lose the battle. They lose their land, but Genesis beats Annihilation and be- takes on the helm. And when she takes on the helm, she becomes ruler of all of it. But so, she didn't put it on right away because she no, knew it exactly. would control her more. Yeah. So she fought it. She watched as her world died. She watched as Summoner went forward and started the game he's been playing for this past year or however long we've been reading about, yeah, about him. A year. Yeah. Um, and in, in that time, she then put it on out of final desperation. She finally put on the helm and became the she conqueror. heard back from Summoner and she realizes what they've been building is too weak. Oh, is that what? Okay, I'm, I missed That's that what part. she says oh, near okay. the end that like oh. she's getting whispers from Summoner about what's happened and like she's basically disappointed about uh. the end result. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's been a while since I read this one. Um, so yes, they uh, decided that's why they were going to invade Krakoa because they she was disappointed in Apocalypse, basically. In that that and a mixture of like Annihilation's need to take over. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she just can't fight it anymore. Yeah. yeah. So that is our story. That is why. But, but also here. we have to know, remember that Apocalypse asks her like, just fight it and work with me and she's like i cannot like it's already decided yeah this is what's happening yeah it's too late she is this she is no longer genesis she is now annihilation it seems Mm -hmm. now another thing i found interesting was at the end of the whole book the data page much like they have Krakoa, here they have the rules make more mutants but now after that it's destroy our enemies defend this broken land yes and also mentions how people, the mutants here, like the actual pure mutants, are prisoners in their own land. And mm-hmm. I think that will come into play at the end of all this, where they can welcome uh, a whole society nice. of brand new mutants that we've never fucking seen who have been raised in a totally different world. Oh, good point. Like, just assuming that obviously the X-Men are going to win this event. Even, even with Bold the- assumption of you, sir. I know. Then they can welcome all these thousands of mutants, which now opens up a gate to whole new stories about yeah. this whole race of mutants that have been here. I think that's really exciting to me. Yeah, no, I'm 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 very excited to see where we go from this <laughs> magical mystical journey. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I gave it four X's. Oh, I gave it five. Um, I don't remember why I gave it four. I might have just gotten angry at all the different words I had to try to say in my head. <laughs> Too hard to read. <laughs> Too hard to read. Four, Four stars. X's. Four X's. I'm poorly educated. Four X's. <laughs> <laughs> My head now hurts. Nose is bleeding. Four X's. <laughs> I have a brain ouchie. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> All right. Where are we going next? We are going to uh, Marauders number 14, X of Swords part 13. I love this cover. This is the one so, with Storm and Death Dancing. Yeah. yeah, I was definitely wondering what the hell this meant. <laughs> and meantime, this was a pretty nice literal translation. Yes, Dancing with cover. Death. Yeah, it yeah. actually is a nice cover. 
Um, but Jess, are you leaving us or are you going to stay for another issue? I think I'll go. All right, get out. Hey, love you guys. Thanks for having me. Bye, Jess. Bye. So, Marauders number 14. Uh, we have a menu. It opens up with a menu in the data page. And then we have uh, a man at the, what was it, Crooked Market? Mm-hmm. Trying to get all the ingredients. And we have our hero, or I guess our competitors, at the Starlight Cathedral. And basically, it's kind of like a party before the battle. Yes. And I really like this. I like the idea of it. I like the idea of all of these competitors seeing each other in an open area and just trying to figure out each other. Now, I'm not going to go deep dive into it because we've already spent a lot of time on the first two issues. Yeah, my, that's my bad. Huh? No, it's all good. But um, you have a lot of character moments between these competitors. And it's a mix of, I want to figure out what their weakness is while I still can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, I just want to talk to them, engage their their capacity for anything yeah. mm-hmm. so a lot of it we have death and storm talking okay before we get to that though yeah one of the first interactions between the the different characters we get oh yeah no sorry okay I, i'm sorry i skipped ahead my bad you're right you had the death one was first for some reason i hit the pages too many times go ahead so death and storm meeting and death kind of noticing right away like this one's not afraid of me mm-hmm. and we get more into that in this later in this issue, but I really like the idea that she's like, I was gonna put a flower on your head. Oh, I know, like pretty little doggy. Here's a flower. Like yeah. she, she did not, she gave zero fucks. Yes. Our next interaction is between Cypher and what's her name again? Bay. Bay. Bay the blood the blade of the moon or something like that. I forget. Yeah. The, the blue. Bay. Yeah. Yeah. I, then- I love she says to him, we which we now know he can't understand, which is fascinating. Yes. Avert thy eyes, soft boy. <laughs> Which definitely is ironic in later yeah. issues. Yeah. Uh, then we have Wolverine and Storm talking about the situation. And Wolverine's kind of being like, this is stupid. Like, I just, this is all bullshit. But also Storm looking at Wolverine saying, like, I know you're going to, you have something in mind. So if you're going to do it, just don't whatever, miss. do it. <laughs> she, she clearly says, don't miss. Yeah. Like, don't fuck it up if you're going to do mm-hmm. it. Because I know you, Wolverine. And then we have Magic and our crocodile buddy meeting. Okay, wait. Let's settle this. Is this an alligator or a crocodile? I feel like his oh. nose is a little bit more round. Oh, no, yeah, alligator. Yeah, I'd say alligator. Okay. Our armored alligator with them trying to look at him, trying to figure out where the soft spot is. <laughs> inside. Yes, inside. <laughs> then I love the splash page of the dinner table. Okay, this is... Okay, before we get to that, because I love that page too. You see... Pogger Pog take one of the cards and put it in his mouth as he like I guess he eats it as he's walking in and then the ne- the last panel before the splash page is magic biting the card and saying this card's not edible that monster is a moron <laughs> yeah that's great <laughs> like you tried it like <laughs> like fucking Ileana she's so crazy I love her so much but go ahead splash page this is fucking cool as hell yeah beautiful splash page with mermaids under them on this let's just say glass table uh, floor with a goblet shaped table and you see all the characters heading there i just love it i just love the splash page of all this i really like it i do too and i wouldn't be surprised if like this isn't a glass floor like it's just magic so they're walking on water because look at their feet 
underneath that's true. They are making like little puddles at their feet. Yeah. And also what we see later with Storm and Storm, Exactly. Yeah. Storm like, yeah, yeah. So just I, jumps in. Yeah. I think this is just magicked. Yeah. Um, and I, I do love when any writer kind of just says, fuck physics. Why? It's a comic book. I can yeah, do whatever I want. It's a magic realm. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Let me show you what I want. Yeah. So then we also have an interesting conversation between um, I'm trying to just, Brian, right? Brian. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah original yeah, scholar. Yeah. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian Wolverine talking about marriage <laughs> and being like, well, you're a sucker. I've been married. It sucks. All these people, they haven't been. They're fighters and this and that. Um, okay. Here. I think it may have been a minute since you read it. Um, what he's really, what Wolverine is telling him is, you can end this. This, all you have to do yes. is fuck Saturnine, and this is over. <laughs> and he, and he says, "But I'm a married man," and that's how he gets into like, yeah. But these kids, they've never been married, and they never will be if they lose this. Yeah, that's on you. And like, we'll watch them die. They're gonna die. Yeah. Like, and also, I do love the idea that these guys don't know yet that this tournament isn't just a one-on-one straight battle. Yeah, and neither do we. Yeah, we. We and frankly, later. And frankly that. we don't know. Like, this is whatever Saturnine decides it's going to be at any given fucking moment. Well, that's why I loved, like, I th- originally thought this was going to be a 10 on 10 battle royale. Oh, I know. I knew it was always going to be one on one, but I thought it would be one on one legit fights. Yeah. So then we have uh, Gorgon and Magic meeting Iska, right? And they both try to see uh, which side she favors. And they both drop their glass in front of her and said, you could have just asked. And she and catches she, them both. Yeah. Perfectly catching them both without spilling a drop. And then she says, your turn. And she drops the glasses and magic just portals it through yes. going on top of them. Both of them catching and saying, not a drop spilled. I yep. fucking love that. I loved it. Oh, I love it. That was so class. So great. Oh. Everything about it so good and they did mention how they wish she could fight domino yeah she's like she'd also lose i don't know that is but she'd also i know i love it i love it's i i i can't wait for some of these characters to stick around like solemn iska like all like i frankly all of them i'm i've grown like in the short time i've seen these these characters so far i really enjoy their champions oh yeah the magic of just like one or two issues of backstory can Mm -hmm. do a lot Right, I know. Absolutely. Like, I, like I know. Even the like worst of the worst, even that white sword of evil Spire Town. You know, yeah. like even that dude is like he's interesting as fuck. Definitely. So then we have uh, Storm continuing conversation with Death, and I love this whole conversation because to me, it's her saying, "No, I've never died because I'm that good. Yeah. I have no intention of dying today or tomorrow. Like everyone here faced death one way or another. Mm-hmm. I face it, and I'm still here." Yeah. So like, no, I don't want to get any closer to you because like death is almost like, are you attracted to me? Because I'm kind of digging your vibe right now. I know, right? He's he's looking like, to get I down. No intention to get like, I will dance with you, literally dancing with death mm. underwater, just to show you I'm not afraid and I'm still You've here. Got to kiss, digger. <laughs> and they come back out from the floor ocean, and then dinner starts. And as dinner starts, we see, I forgot, is this war? That's war. Yeah, that's war. Uh, war puts something on Logan's food. Before Logan even touches it, he gets up and stabs Saturnine in the gut. And that's that it. is how it ends. 
What were your thoughts before we go into the very next issue? What were your thoughts when he did that? So my immediate thought was it's a fake out. She can just like teleport or she's not there yeah. or whatever. So I didn't take it that seriously. Me neither. So I gave that issue um, three and a half stars, three and a half X's. Sorry. I gave it four. Yep. Um, And definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice twist on like kind of the build up to the main event kind of thing. I I love, I love my favorite issues are always ones like this where like, there's just those like tense interactions, lots of personality development, lots of backstory through just interaction and not actual flashbacks you know like i I love i love fucking stories like that so it was very much up my and then i was surprised because next issue is also marauder marauders yeah i was a little shocked by that too yeah but it also makes sense because it leads directly in yes which is so this is part 14 of x of swords issue 15 of marauders so when we open this page i was pissed (laughs) <laughs> I and actually I'm sad she's not here now because Jessica had the same exact reaction what the fuck why are they skipping all this <laughs> Wait, that was me I was like what the fuck so essentially to break to break down what this whole entire thing says after Saturnine's murdered everything erupted into chaos everything went crazy immediate war people are dying left and right the mutants ran back to Krakoa the people from <laughs> the people from where Nick <laughs> it's not so fun anymore, is it? Great. Araco. Araco. Yes, Araco. Yeah. Araco uh, invaded. They needed help from all the heavy hitters, the Avengers, Fantastic Four. They all fell in the end. Everyone's dying, and the world is burning thanks to the forces from Amanith, whatever. It's just Amanth, yeah. Amanth, sorry. See, uh, I keep thinking of head. Amethyst. I keep thinking uh, of Amethyst, you know? Uh, okay, yeah, Amethyst yeah, Crystal. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like the, so they they lost so i'm reading this going holy shit why did we skip this i know i was so mad I'm like they fucking did it again this is some x-force this is some benjamin percy bullshit <laughs> where you're just gonna give me all the good shit in a little paragraph and just forget that this is a fucking comic book yeah but so then we see also wolverine just basically strung up and then getting stabbed by claws and then you see saturnine essentially saturnine is showing her showing him what would happen if you actually did this before you actually do this look what happens and that's where i kind of changed my tune about saturnine Mm -hmm. because she saw the future she knows what could happen if she wasn't playing her games yes she's doing something extravagant and needless but if she didn't play her games we as in earth would not have a fighting chance exactly no i and and i she's known that from the get-go and she's delaying this through games now, granted, but, she could just wipe out that army if she wants. That's what I'm saying. So she's still a bad person. Yes. <laughs> she could literally just invite them into the land that she has the most power, which is yeah. Otherworld. And when the army is crossing, just magic them away. Yeah. So Wolverine sees that and kind of just like, huh, okay, and sits down. And even tell Storm it didn't happen. Just forget it. Because I don't want to talk about it. It was fine. You know what I thought of is kind of weird. Have you seen that clip of the guy saying the election was a lie? Everything's a fraud, and then he just stops and turns away and walks away because no. Oh one yeah, liked. because no one tackled him. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. I th- didn't they show that on, like John Oliver? Maybe it was. Yeah, they showed on a lot of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah like I kind of thought of that. Like, uh, you know what? Bye. Bye. Well, it's then. it's very similar because in their perspective, 
literally Wolverine just stood there and stared at her for however long that transaction and, like, was. And like got his hands in fighting motion. And then sat down. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's all they saw. So. And in the meantime, Cypher goes to take some of Wolverine's food and he yells stop because I think, yeah, Wolverine smells it. Yeah. And it's, it's poisoned. Too, too late. It's poisoned. Cypher is falling down. He's dying. Um, I forgot her name ready. Iska? Iska. Iska. Mm-hmm. Iska stabs him in the throat to give him another air passageway. <laughs> and I do like Wolverine being like, I could have done that. It's like, then why didn't you? Like, right? you didn't think of it. You were worried and you panicked and I did the right thing. You were is, already, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting idea that like, yes, this is Wolverine's friend. Mm-hmm. And remember, they all know if you die here, you are fucked. That's no mass. Yeah. So I really like that. And then I loved having, I guess, the white blade walk the over. The white sword. Sorry, the white sword walk over and heal him. Yep. Without any consequence, without saying like he's not part of my army. Yeah, he thought it was disrespectful to try and kill someone at the dinner table. He was mad. He, he, yeah, he was like, "This is unbecoming of us, and I don't support this." Yeah, I really like that. So he's one of those bad guys that believes in honor. I like that. Yeah, and I did like this little moment between Thank Genesis you. and Apocalypse of just like I see you did well with the children. I did my best. In the background, though, is everybody fighting? Yeah. That's the They're still part. being very civil, which I think means it's going to be between them at the end, probably. Maybe, yeah. I just, I just don't know if it's like if that's sincerity or if he's like being a little bit sarcastic. I think it's sarcastic because she's giving him so much shit about being weak and soft, mm-hmm. and they're the best, and this and that. So in the Is meantime, it- we have Brian being like, "Hey, they should be disqualified because look, they tried to kill us." Yes. And Saturday says, yes, but Wolverine was going to try and kill me. Yeah. So So you both kind of did something fucked up. Uh, Then we have a scene I was a little confused about. I don't know why, but um, one of the next courses was a scarab. Mm -hmm. And then death is like, how dare you try? Is he death? Yes. Yeah. Um, Like, how dare you serve me a sacred scarab? Yeah. And Wolverine just like, eats it. Whatever. Tastes good. What, What are you confused about? Like, why does he care? Like, I get it's a symbol on his neck, but like, who cares? Because and he's, because he's, like Egyptian. Like that's their religion. Remember, like that's their yeah the Egyptian gods. It's their sacred beetle. Like that's what they're. Which is another thing that confuses me because I'm like, well, if this was thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, was Egyptian culture even a thing yet? No, but they are like they are Egyptian cult. That the lore has always been that they were the ones the Egyptians were worshiping. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that works. So after that, I did love this scene of the final of the main course being a unicorn. Oh my god, right? And like the way it was cut too. Oh god. Like even to me, I was like, that does look good. Like and having having um the the white sword just say, like, you know what? I'm beyond hunger. I'm gonna eat that. I eat the fuck out of that unicorn. <laughs> and like he's actually smiling in this picture. Yeah. Just like, and then Wolverine going, Yep, yeah, it's damn good. <laughs> Yeah, it's so gross looking though. Yeah. To me. It's like stretchy and weird, but like, hey, you want to like eat a unicorn? Yeah, I do. Do I get powers or something? Like, Maybe. I do want a unicorn. Just uh, just the way it's chopped is so disgusting too. Anyway. So I do also like this little moment between Cable and then um, Apocalypse because he says like, this is a little weird. And he's like, uh, weird is a human word. You describe reality that minds are too... Uh, their small minds fail to grasp. 
you understand time and with experience and it kind of makes cable feel like small mm-hmm. it kind of makes them feel like oh i don't get it fine whatever but given all the history that like old man cable and apocalypse have like that's pretty oh, yeah. like that's pretty like heavy to be like one day you'll understand like i know one day you'll get it exactly yeah but right now you don't then we get like what is it like the betting, the betting odds? odds yeah <laughs> i love my favorite is um iska's like it's two to one like you'll make zero money like she's just yeah. the odds on favor you know what i mean like just and like cypher is five thousand to one yeah yeah so then we continue on with uh what is the drinking game no, i forgot this part it's been it's been a hot minute oh so this is the one where they're like so iska you're unbeaten at everything and they like challenge her to a bunch of different things so so like yeah, she does a eating contest, I think, with them. Oh, she pins the tail on the alligator, which she finds ridiculous because he already had a tail. Yeah. Um, then they stack glasses up, and she does hers the best. Um, of course, Cable breaks his and gets an ouchie right when right when Apocalypse is walking by. So again, he feels foolish. Um, and then finally, they do a game where they hide some sh- uh, one of his bullets under a bunch of cups and she keeps finding the right one and just this, this did lead to one of my favorite lines of like i'm not looking forward to fighting you hmm. yeah. you may live to a ripe old age after all right like again he does so yeah aversion yes and then there's a nice conversation between death and this plant woman i don't know her name that's red root red root um of course uh <laughs> the conversation of like Def saying our enemies are so weak and soft, but she acknowledges, well, maybe they might be better. They grew up in a different place. We grew up in this harsh reality. Yeah. They grew up somewhere nice. Like maybe they do have more to offer. Like little character moments like this now show mm-hmm. me that she's not evil. No. She's just been raised differently. Yeah. And I think that's important to keep in mind for with everyone. This, with with us with most of these characters. Yeah. So then finally Saturn I announces the first battle between uh betsy and iska now immediately when i read that part i'm like of course she wants betsy to fucking die yep. <laughs> against the unbeaten like yep. this was definitely saturnine this is 1000 percent rigged yes so i gave that issue four x's as did i it was a great fake out yeah in the beginning because i was immediately angry <laughs> And a great continuation of this crazy ass dinner party. Yeah. So then we have technically our first two battles. Yes. Uh, or contests, I just say. So, yeah, uh, I guess she at some point, yes, that is important because she does refer to them as contest every time. Yes. So I do love the cover of this book because the cover is everyone holding Cypher's shoulder as a scared holding a sword. Yeah. But the first right. battle is Iska and Betsy. Oh, also, this issue is issue 14 of Excalibur, uh, part 15 of X of Swords. And then it also opens with when you and Jess do get married, the toast I will make to you all, which is <clears throat> find the most fearsome challenger in all of creation and make her your wife. Lie down at night beside your greatest threat. Make love to your fate. Yeah, that's how it that is how I will address you both first as man and wife. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're so um, we have, <laughs> I, I kind of feel bad for her, but we have Jubilee completely out of the loop. <laughs> I know, tubes. <laughs> and 
just getting a not a warning, just like a message from uh, from Psylocke. Betsy. Betsy, I should say, uh, saying, "Hey, you know, this is happening. Just so you know, call you later." Basically, it's like she's like, worst. "If you do, she's like, if you don't hear from me by noon, something bad happened." Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, 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 what? Like, where? I'm over here with a dragon. Like, what are you talking about? It's, it's like every phone call I've ever given my mom. Hey, listen, I just want to let you know I love you. Everything's cool. No, I'm not about to do anything reckless. Just I love you. And uh, if you don't hear from me by tomorrow, call the police. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> No big bye. So we have this big arena hosted by King Jamie, who you think would care more about his sister might be dying, no, but of course no, not. No. And now we have this battle. And I was definitely surprised how fast it was because it's a sword battle. They're going back and forth. Uh, Betsy gets a, a few good shots in that even seems to surprise Iska. But then at the very end, she swings her blade. It cracks uh, Betsy's blade. And then Betsy cracks. Sh- yeah, like she shatters. shatters into like like a glass, basically breaking. So my immediate theory is Saturnine saved her before she dies. Yes, and is going to use that as like, hey, Brian, check it out. I saved mm-hmm. your sister. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. She's not gone. Yeah, because um, the death also, made no sense. Also, remember the sword she's using is Saturnine's sword. So, oh, okay, yeah. So there's got to be something to that too. So I think she's going to use that as leverage against Brian. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. Yeah. But in the meantime, because none of them ever read a comic dick down or you don't get your sister back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Uh, because none of them ever read a comic before, they're all pissed off. Yeah. They're all freaking out because their friend, in their eyes, their friend just died. Yes. And then immediately he said, all right, next challenge is going to be the Bay versus Cypher. And he's even more freaked out than he was before. Because he just watched a friend die. Yes. Even Storm saying, you're not giving us any time to like mourn. Like, what the fuck? Uh, but then these women come and take away both of them. And they seem a little confused. Um, we have them continuing to be... Oh, actually, first Cypher realizes he doesn't understand. Yeah. He can't... He keeps and, screaming. Can anybody else understand? I can't understand it. This is fascinating. Yeah, exactly. he seems genuinely fascinated by this because he lives a life of knowing what everyone's saying all the yeah. time and now this one woman he's like i don't know what's going on i like this kind of and then we get a little detail in the data page about bay and the doom note so essentially she is black bolt she has yes. black bolt power yes. except she decided a way to change her language so she doesn't have to use that tone and be able to use her voice to destroy anything again if you don't know black bolt essentially his voice can destroy anything a whisper from him could blow up a mountain and stuff like that so then we cut to magic trying to figure out what the hell's going on <laughs> and eventually they do and realize it's a wedding what was your reaction when you saw this i was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> my honest my honest reaction and i'm so upset i didn't see it before which are, are you on the page where it's looking down the aisle yeah Look at Cable. <laughs> this is thumbs up. Cable is just grinning from ear to ear with both thumbs up at Doug right now. Um, so I'm upset I didn't see that to begin with. Um, but my first thought is like, what? How is this? Is so? Is he going to die if he can't like decipher her vows? Like what? Like what is the challenge here? You know what I mean? Like what is the game? And I still honestly don't know what the game is. I imagine the game is just accepting the unexpected. 
maybe or like accepting each other even though communication cannot be done like i don't i don't understand i don't i don't understand what the challenge is here but go ahead because saturn says all right do your vows and he's kind of like hey this is crazy and i don't know what you're saying but i guess we're gonna do that and i'd rather do this than a sword fight yeah because i'm not ready to die yeah so there you go but then Jay has great vows of just like when the grim fog of bloodshed overtakes us the beloved beacon of love and all this shit and just like but i will love you with the force of the waves crashing on the shore and fight for you like she's giving herself to him yeah because i'm gonna i'm gonna read this this is really a good one i'm gonna read the guys just read it so So, i'm not gonna i'm gonna read her last one i will love you with the force of the wave that crashes the shore and fight for you like the current that swallows the sand that's good stuff that is fucking deep man i might use that yeah that's good i was gonna say i love this one love is a fealty that cannot be broken that's not true but (laughs) listen listen, take your own experiences on this doug one of us recently divorced let me talk to you a minute um <laughs> i think that might be the first time i said that on the podcast i'm not sure yeah probably yeah <laughs> anyway, you can debate this, if you want to keep that in <laughs> listeners whatever that shit happens yeah um i did like the part where pock was like there are good vows douglas you should accept them. <laughs> you should accept them <laughs> like all right they are good okay vows. so everyone understands her except him except right? doug yes yeah, that's weird. Oh, yeah, because it said like the Doom Note interacts with his brain differently. Yeah. Yeah. So better get that uh notepad out. All right. Like, out. This is inter- this is very I'm really interested where the fuck this is going. Like, does she get to go back to Kokoa? She is a mutant. Like, wait, then which side is she really fighting on? If there's I, a big I, brawl, is she gonna defend him? She just said she would. Yeah. So she takes off her veil and she's pretty hot. Oh shit. Also, what the fuck is Warlock gonna do? He's gonna be mad. <laughs> yeah. Warlock's best friend just got married without talking to him about it. Yeah. I anyway. don't know. So she takes off her veil and she's pretty hot in his eyes. Yeah. He's deep, deep, deep red eyes and forehead. Yeah. It, like what I love in like like this is how like stricken he is like immediately by her is like he says i don't know if it's right now or at one point he says like i keep every time i look at you i keep losing my words and for somebody like doug that's insane you know what i mean like that's crazy and the fact that like he doesn't know her but he is kind of in a weird way in love already Mm -hmm. because he sees her he's shocked and interested sees her face and thinks she's beautiful doesn't understand her and finds her fascinating like he's yeah. already a step above some marriages in real life that's true yeah so then they're about to kiss and a, a fireball hits the citadel breaking everything because jubilee doesn't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> because she it's past noon and she didn't hear from her friend yet yeah so all the experts are like wait 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 just calm down let's go talk to her and then in the meantime bay kisses cypher and again he's just like this is not bad yeah but then he, says please don't hurt the dragon yeah he's like, i don't know what you're saying i don't know what you're about to do but please don't hurt the dragon yeah and she's basically honoring that yeah. like she kind of gives his mood like yeah i'm gonna do what you say because we're in this together yeah. <laughs> it's like all right and saturnine 
brings the dragon towards her because you're like, well, he's actually a baby, so actually I can just control him pretty easily with magic. Yeah. But she makes it very clear if Jubilee came with them, she won't have killed him from everyone. <laughs> killed her from everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a great the, thing to tell um, somebody's child. Absolutely. Yeah. But he doesn't understand it, so it's okay. Uh, Storm catches Jubilee. She's still very confused. And the book ends with both teams getting one point because the happy couple is now married. And they look genuinely happy. They legitimately. The I also love how much fucking taller she is than him. She's huge. <laughs> She's gigantic. I love it. I like, love this couple. I am. All she keeps excited. doing is kissing him, though. But yeah. look, like the second to last panel, she's fucking smooching on him again. Well, she again is someone I think they reference in her data page for like years, like over 50 years of just yeah. bloodshed and war. Yeah. And look this how this might be kind of nice to her. <laughs> hey, man, this is all right. So our tally is. Well, before I get to that, also, I wanted to say like this is also it's kind of a payoff. You had like two issues of everyone saying how Cypher can't defend himself and can't fight anyone now he has one of the best fighters in two realities yep who has his back forever now who just like he's got two like warlock and this woman have basically pledged their lives to him yep so that's really interesting but yes so we have akaro two points and krakoa one point all right two to one where we're leaving off we're leaving off at that and next will be Part 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. We are going to figure out how we're going to break that down. We either might just gunshot all of them in one episode. We might do up to 21 and then save the finale for one more episode. Yeah. Who knows? I think, we'll I'm thinking most likely that. Yeah. Based on how Hickman loves to throw so much shit in those big books. And that last one, the, the Exoswords Destruction. There might be a lot to cover in that one. So I'm happy to say I've been avoiding all spoilers. Me so. too. I have no fucking clue. I've been I we every week I tell you to follow us on Twitter, and I'm sorry that I'm not on there, but I can't like right now because we're we are reading these as we're recording them, basically. Yes. We are I am no further ahead than chapter 15 in this story. I'm definitely gonna burn through a few of these this weekend. And have a yeah, good me time. too. And then, yeah. So and I yeah. guess we'll we'll both stop at issue 21 and see see how, how we're feel. feeling and we'll take yeah. it from there yeah i'm gonna try to not i'm gonna try to read some more tonight and try to knock yep. them out tomorrow same so same, same. i'm off we, tomorrow so it works out pretty well okay cool so hopefully if anything we can record another episode real soon yeah and move on to another storyline all right guys so thank you for listening you can find me at madman3005 on twitter josh where can they find you you can find me at xbrarian that's librarian with an x oh that's so clever wow. thank you i appreciate wow. it all right, guys. So until then, until we finish off this Exo Swords crazy life from the depths of Ameth, we will see you <laughs> next time. Whoa, they're demons. Oh, okay. I get it. Now. Get it? Yep. Got it. All right.